For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We're on Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. We're also on Dash Radio on their Nothing But Net channel every single weeknight at 7 p.m. Also, check out Five Reasons YouTube before floor, an hour before every game. Post up 5R soon as the game ends. And we've got plenty of trade deadline content pretty much every night this week going up until the deadline. So make sure that you're liking and subscribing. That's the key thing over at five reasons, YouTube also five reasons, sports.com spell that one out. The latest takeaways from Brady Hawk are already up and plenty of dolphins content as well. If you want to find it there, unlike the newspapers, we don't have a paywall. And if you follow Brady here on the network, you know that his appearances here are sponsored by our friend, Eric Rubenstein. He is the personal injury attorney that you want to go to. If you've got any kind of an issue like medical malpractice, car accident, slip and fall. Eric is from here in Miami, went to St. Thomas University has a law degree from there, graduated magna cum laude. You see him at all the heat games. He's got a really entertaining Instagram page as well. Ask about me. I got you. Ask about me. I got you. That's his actual handle. You can reach out to him at 954-829-ERIC. That's 954-829-ERIC. Not like Spolstra, like Rubenstein, Eric, cat at the end. 954-829-ERIC. He'll handle any of your personal injury cases and work with you to make sure that you get the most money possible, which after all, you deserve compensation if you've gone through something challenging. So reach out to Eric Rubenstein, again, 954-829-ERIC, or on Instagram at askaboutme, I got you. And now, tonight's episode. Down to this day. Five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where is the thing? You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buck said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back on Five on the Floor. Here's tonight's floor plan. I got Greg Sylvander. You can follow him at Greg Sylvander. I got Alex Toledo. You can follow him at Tropical Blanket. The Miami Heat blow out the Washington Wizards in the third quarter, second straight game that they've just destroyed another team in the third last game against Charlotte. It was more about the defense. This time it was about the shooting. They get up on a Washington team that looks like a pretender right now, but didn't have Bradley Beal tonight, but the heat lost up there the last time. So there is some significance. We talked before the game, Greg on before floor about how you had to assert your dominance against the division. Divisions don't mean anything that much anymore. The NBA has changed all the rules. But we saw against Charlotte. We saw against Washington. We know the Heat have struggled at times against Atlanta, but we know that they're better than Atlanta. This is the class team of the division. But the key thing we're going to talk about tonight is the point guard play. Because since Kyle Lowry has come back, everybody has gotten back into their regular roles. But also, it has not meant the end of Gabe Vincent. 27 points combined for Lowry and Vincent. And we were bouncing this around before. Like, the Heat didn't really have two point guards (laughs) 
last year. Even with Goran Dragic, you couldn't even argue that they necessarily had one pure point guard because that's not really what Goran was, particularly late, late career here with the Heat. This is new for Miami, and I think for Heat fans who've been saying for a while, get point guards, okay? Get guys who can set up the other players. Don't force Jimmy and Bam to have to do all of this stuff. The Heat have done it, and it looks like as long as Lowry is playing, that it was worth the price, at least for this year. And then they've also created something in Gabe Vincent that looks like a pure point guard, which, again, is not something we necessarily expected before the year began. Yeah. No, I, that, I mean, Gabe tonight, eight assists and two turnovers. Like you've seen him grow into, into a player that I just, I didn't expect it. Like of all the things he was going to be, um, you know, if you look at his splits for January, he was awesome throughout that entire month shooting 44%. And just, you know, we, we were talking pre-show about this has all been kind of sparked when Kyle got back, everyone got back to their roles. And as I look back, um, through all the years, I'll be honest with you, like this backcourt has a chance to be one of the best point guard duos that the Heat have ever had. I mean, you've got Jay Will and JP and, and Gary Payton. You've got um, Terry Porter and, and Timmy. Uh, you got Rio and I mean, there was, I mean, Rio and Norse Cole. And like at that point, this this has the chance of actually growing into something where I just don't feel like we thought it was a position of strength. There was a lot of talk of, do you have enough as a backup point guard with a veteran and Gabe has answered every one of those questions. Kyle goes without saying, so it's just, it's pretty incredible turn of events. You talk about Hardaway um, going back before I bring Alex in on this, uh, he had four different backup point guards, his four prime years. Yep. Well, they weren't prime years, but his four major years with Miami and uh, they kept losing guys after one year. You mentioned Terry Porter was probably the best of them, but he had Eric, Eric Murdoch. Murdoch. Hey, Crotty. Oh my gosh. Anthony Carter. I can't believe and I didn't Anthony say Carter. Anthony there Carter. was a backup point guard situation with John Crotty. One of those years, that was actually the year that the heat were the most successful, though they didn't finish the job. And then Anthony Carter after that, but you're right. Like since then, and since uh, Tim's, you know, decline and then departure, they went through a bunch of different guys. I mean, the, you know, the, the Dwayne Wade was the starting point guard with Ray for Alston behind him. In 2003, 2004, this is kind of an interesting exercise. And then you go to the next year, it was Damon Jones uh, was in there, right? And and then I think... And Keon Dooling. With Keon, that's right, with local with local product, Keon Dooling. And then the next year, Jason Williams was Gary Payton, which was one of the better ones. But, you know, we go to the big three area. You mentioned it was mostly Chalmers and Cole, uh, particularly with Cole starting in that second year. Way to look over Chris I don't want to overlook Chris Quinn because uh, Chris Shaquille O'Neal already did that. And who knows, Chris Quinn may end up being the coach of the Miami heat at some point. So I think we got to take that pretty seriously, uh, but let's mm-hmm. go, let's go. Look, Lowry is one thing, uh, Alex, but Gabe is another, uh, you know, and I just don't think we anticipated that he would be this, I, you know, we said, okay, if he could fix the shot, he can be a productive NBA player. But like Greg mentions, it's the making the reads. It's the setting up other guys. It's dependent someone on other players making shots, but, I mean, eight assists, he's putting up consistent assist numbers. I mean, the reality is I was looking at it yesterday, like his per minute assist ratio is better than Dragic's was. And that was never Dragic's thing, but it does show you that a guy who never really played the point guard until like now (laughs) has developed into a a pretty close to a pure point. 
Yeah, Gabe has done an incredibly good job at it. I couldn't have expected anything more than what he's shown this season. And like you said, it was kind of the consensus that if he fixes his jump shot, everything will be fine. And although it doesn't just come down to that, that part in itself has made so much of everything else in his game easier for him. I feel like I, I feel like he's had these skills that, that he's kind of showing out other than just the shooting. The fact of him being able to make reads and, and just kind of get into the paint. Not that he's some aggressive rim attacker, but he's constantly moving around, constantly probing. I mean, he's great at relocating and spotting up. Obviously, we know he's a good defender for his size, can guard up a little bit. Like, I just think he's already had some of this stuff, and then the shooting just kind of glued it all together, right? And then once he got into a rhythm with it, everything else became easier for him. And and he has, like, the the pull-up shot off the dribble. He has the floater in the kind of in, in the in-between game. Like, I just think he's a damn good backup point guard. Like, he's a win-now backup point guard, and, and, I, and I feel pretty confident about that. And, and we've kind of categorized him with Max and Caleb all season. And I think they've all been great for different reasons. I think Gabe's improvement and performance has been the most impressive out of all three of these guys. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. I, I do. I, I know Caleb came out of nowhere, but you're talking about different positions. You know, playing the wing in the NBA is challenging, but playing point guard is a whole nother deal. I mean, we, we've seen rookies come in to try to play that position and they can't. And Gabe is essentially a rookie at that position. I mean, again, when he came in, it was like, okay, he's kind of an off ball a uh, small two. And as Eric Spolster said, and I asked Eric about this uh, during the last homestand that, you know, he really embraced this and that, you know, he basically broke down his entire game to become this. And we had him on the podcast. And, and again, I, I think we enjoyed Gabe's appearance, but I don't think necessarily, and Sean Rochester was on that one with me. I don't think we necessarily bought all of it. Like it was like, okay, we have to see this. Right. No, I mean, it's fair. I mean, I think Gabe's confidence, Greg, came through, but yeah, it's one thing to be confident. and It's another thing to actually do it on the floor. We have seen a lot of point guards struggle in Miami. Um, and, and also, I think it's more difficult to do this when you do have stars who are accustomed to handling the ball, because to be able to. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Give up that responsibility. They have to trust the person they're giving it up to. And, and I think so the true. Right. And I think the fact that Gabe has proven it's one thing for Jimmy to say, Kyle. Okay. You know, I mean, you're going to the hall of fame. You're one of my best friends handle the damn ball and I'm going to identify mismatches. Okay. Just get it to me in the right spot. That's fine. And then Jimmy to tell bam, the same thing. It's another thing for Jimmy and bam to defer to Gabe Vincent. Um, and, and I do think some of this, I think the way he played in the uh, for the Nigerian team, at least, and it wasn't consistent, but at least a couple of the games, particularly against the U.S. team, helps this because I think the fact that he was able to do it at that level proves something. But it's an interesting thing going forward here, Greg, because I, I just can't see him losing a rotation slot. Like, I, I feel like the minutes will come down because Lowry's are going to go up in the postseason. But I, he's not he's not going to be the odd man out. Right. I mean, it's going to be somebody else. It's a re that's a really interesting conversation. Cause like I've really operated like Caleb was the guy that couldn't get 
taken out of the rotation. And now Gabe is playing so well. I mean, I'm just looking at his last 10 games. He's had over eight assists three times. Um, very little turnovers. He gets multi, you know, two and three steal games all through here. As I'm looking just quickly to to kind of quantify it. And they've been leaning on him for heavy minutes. And I realized that there's been all kinds of different players around him and such. Um, you're right. Like, I think that they have the ability to blitz teams defensively with Caleb, Gabe, and obviously the starters that we all know are, are high um, defensive players. Like they, they just have the ability to really smother teams. And I just, I don't see Spolstra necessarily shelving that completely in the playoffs. I don't know that it's going to mean you're going to see 24 minutes for any of these guys, but I think in spurts, they're all going to get the chance to get hot. And if guys get hot, then maybe they stick a little bit longer. All right. We're going to go to something else, uh, more forward thinking here in a second, but again, the heat win easily, the point guards pace it. Uh, we do want to tell you, of course, we've got a product code. It's five RSN. If you ran in the Miami Marathon over the weekend, you probably got a little dehydrated, right? You should have gotten Salise. Okay, go to getsalise.com. That's G-E-T-S-A-L-I-S.com. You get 10% off the product there. This replaces your electrolytes in a natural way. 5RSN is the code. 5RSN is also our code at therapistpreferred.com for premium CBD, the tincture, the sports cream, the gummies. And this is for recovery. This is for sleep. Therapistpreferred.com. Use the code 5RSN. Again, the number 5RSN for 25% off. And manscaped.com for all of your grooming products, your cologne, your deodorant, all of that stuff. Your balls and your body will thank you. I've got to say that. I forgot to say that on the last episode. Use the code 5RSN at manscaped.com for 20% off. The Bulls are getting beat right now. Um, the East, we're going we're gonna to do a more in-depth episode on the East after the, the trade deadline as we kind of evaluate where everybody is. I, I do think it was interesting today, particularly when I'm playing Washington and these rumors coming out about them going after Sabonis because I have never seen so many teams who think that they're in this thing. I mean, they are. I mean, the fact that Washington thinks they're in it in any way is kind of ludicrous to me. Uh, but, I mean, they're, they're basically 12th in the East. I can't see the Knicks being buyers, but I mean, who knows uh, at this stage, Brooklyn but, just dropped to seven. They're in the play in right now. Like well, that's just funny. To and me. that could be a Miami first round opponent, but I, I, I just want to, uh, let's just with final thoughts here as we go, you know, now we're, as we speak here, we're a little less than 70 hours away from the trade deadline. Uh, have you seen anything over the past 24 hours standings wise or anything else that you've seen kind of circulating Greg, and then I'll let Alex close here that, that leads you to believe the heat will be active because I, I think we, we all sort of agreed on the last episode that it, at the most it's a tweak uh, that, that they're not yeah. going to do it. No, it's, it's a tertiary move. Like the back half of the roster, you shore up a position, maybe send, I, I truthfully believe that it's going to be a, you know, situation where it's Casey Akpala take it or leave it or Markeith Morris and Casey Akpala, take it or leave it slight chance that maybe they could include a player like Omer Yurtsevin if it's really the right player. But ultimately, other than that, like I tweeted this tonight, they're not trading Duncan. Like, let me put my stuff aside, my bias aside. Like the, this is a well-oiled machine right now. So I would not expect fireworks and it's a really good problem to have. Like, I don't think we've ever, as heat fans, like think about this, all of your tenured listeners out there that, that are listening to this, have we ever gone into a deadline and said, we don't really 
have any holes. Like even the big three era teams, mm-hmm. there were holes. So I just think that that's um, an underrated aspect of Thursday's deadline as it relates to the heat too. And, and with the big three, the holes, they didn't address with trades. They addressed with, or attempted to address with buyouts, whether it was a, a Dampier or a Bibby. Obviously those didn't work out particularly well, particularly the Bibby one. Uh, but Alex, I, I guess the larger point is, you just blew out Charlotte. You just blew out Washington. I mean, these are not great teams, but Charlotte's likely going to be a, at the very least a play in team. Washington's been somewhat competitive. I mean, does that, should they just not touch it at this point? I mean, I mean, KZ, I don't even, I don't even know what anybody's knows what KZ's injury is at this stage, but I mean, beyond that, like, would you take, would you trade anybody who's currently in the rotation? I guess is the question. So I guess, and I felt this way since before Lowry came back, but no. And I, I feel like I've been consistent with that, but this stretch with Lowry back in the lineup has just kind of uh, solidified me in that stance even more. And I think it's less to do with Duncan and just more about the construction of the whole team, right? Like, I just think they have so many great pieces that mesh so well together. And we see the fits. We see the two-way efforts, the fact that they can kind of do whatever they want on defense. They have a lot of things that they can go to on offense. There are no holes. If you want to look at actual roster construction, um, the only hole that you can nitpick with is what we've been talking about is a backup four. And even then, they've obviously been okay without it. They kind of expected Markeith Morris to be that guy. It's not their fault. But at this point in the season, that's the only thing that you could really contend with. Now, um, the whole, like, wanting to trade Duncan for Morris or Barnes, obviously we went through that already. Like, a player like that of that caliber. But – I agree. I'm, I'm with the idea of trading Keith and KZ for another four there to have, whether it's a vet or a young guy, just another body that you can throw in there if you want to have an extra uh, forward in your rotation in the playoffs. And I just think it makes sense for, like, like you guys mentioned, PJ Insurance, uh, having a four that you could maybe have going forward past PJ Tucker possibly. So, you know, that's the one thing you could really look at. But other than that, this team is – they're looking like a team that's set to get ready for the playoffs already. And we haven't even reached all-star break. And Alex credit to you. Cause you've had the guts with Duncan Robinson way more than I have. I've been going back <laughs> and forth, want to trade him, Don't want to trade him, And it doesn't look like it's going to happen right now, right now. Keywords, but um, hmm. yeah, you've had the guts there to, st- to keep this team together. I think what this team has proven to this point, is that they are a very strong regular season proposition. And I think that was not the consensus before the year. The consensus was this team would be a better playoff proposition than regular season proposition. And actually their depth has me thinking it may be a little bit the other way, but we don't know until we get to the playoffs, right? We don't know until Bam and Jimmy and Kyle are getting more minutes and other teams' best players are getting more minutes if the Heat are going to be able to rise to that level. But I think for the rest of the regular season, at least, there's nothing else they need. I mean, they need health. That's it. Okay. And maybe a jolt from Oladipo. And the assumption, you know, if, if you think that Oladipo is going to give you something and that will make up for maybe some of Tyler's potential struggles down the stretch or whatever, goes through two or three bad games, then you really don't need anything. Okay. What you need is Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, and Kyle Lowry to be at their best against the league's best players. And there's nothing you can trade for at this point that is going to ensure that, okay, that is about them. Okay. If, if, if their big three is good enough with the pieces that they have around them, this team has a chance to win a title. It's just that simple. Nothing they're going to add out there that we talk about over the next 72 hours is going to change that equation. I do think you look back two years ago 
when they made the Justice Winslow trade, that was a trade that needed to be made. Okay, they need Winslow wasn't playing. They didn't really trust him anymore at that point. We'll have a further conversations about that. They didn't really trust him anymore. They needed it, what it, mostly Iguodala, they thought, but also what Crowder were going to bring. There's nobody's going to make that kind of an impact. And there's nobody who I think is worth going through the growing pains of it at this stage. Just Absolutely. ride it out. That's that's the way that I feel. All right. Eric Rubenstein, 954-829-ERIC. If you have a personal injury situation, that's the guy to think of. Use our product product code 5RSN. Getsalise.com, therapistpreferred.com, manscaped.com. Get your discounts. And also prizepicks.com. Super Bowl props up all week. Use the code F-I-V-E. Have a good night. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.